Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. It's important to have a good team of people to work with if you want to take your business to the next level. Best ever listeners, you ready to take your online advertising into the big leagues? Are you ready to get more leads? Well, how about we do all this for free? Yeah, sure, free. Well, it starts out with a free strategy session with Dan Barrett. You recognize his name, episode 565, titled Google AdWords and Cutting Edge Strategies. He's the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. That's why I'm talking about him. And he's managed over a million dollars of client spend and scored an 80th percentile for, or higher for best practice. Basically, he knows his stuff. And he is offering a free strategy session for one hour to do a deep dive with you and learn about your market and collaboratively come up with an online advertising strategy based on your target audience. And he's offering to do this for the best ever listeners. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Now I mentioned free. Well, the strategy session is free. And then you can either take the online advertising strategy that he comes up with on the call and go implement it yourself. There you go. It's free. Or you can have him and his agency do it for you. It's a turnkey solution. And by the way, that likely one that being free too, assuming that you're closing on the leads that he's generating for you as a result of all the efforts. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. He's got some amazing stuff. Ask him about the pre-targeting for direct mail lists that he does. It's something unique to their company and it's pretty exciting stuff. He's noticing some tremendous results as a result of doing pre-targeting. So ask him about that. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff. With us today, Marina Sud. How you doing, Marina? Hey, John. I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing well. Nice to have you on the show and a little bit about Marina. She is the co-owner of the investing company called Sisters Who Buy Houses. She is a full-time real estate investor who has been wholesaling for three years. Her family immigrated from Russia when she was a child, and she is also a licensed clinical psychologist with over 18 years of experience based in Louisville, Kentucky. 
With that being said, Marina, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus? I've been in real estate since March of 2014. Started wholesaling, which is really what I do now, mostly, since August of 2014. At this point, I've done probably 40, 50 deals, I think, like 48 deals up to this point. Wow. You've been busy. You've done about 50 deals in about three years or so. I remember we met in Cincinnati. We had lunch right when you were getting started and before you got your first check from a wholesale deal. Is my memory serving me correctly? Yeah, I think I was just about to. I had a really big deal coming up right after we met. Yeah. Do you remember the details of that deal just to refresh my memory and then catch the best ever listeners up to speed? Yeah, it was a house that was on a fire in a really great neighborhood here. And we got it under contract and ended up making 50 grand on this deal. You got it under contract. So it, was it completely burned down or was there fire damage? And Yeah, it was bad. So we had no problems finding a buyer. It was really early on. I didn't really know how everything worked. Still. <laughs> Found the buyer, closed on it, and that was the profit that we made. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. You said $15,000 on your first deal? Yeah. It wasn't the first deal. It was like, I think my fourth or fifth deal, and it was 50, five zero. Oh, five. That's different. <laughs> five zero, fifty thousand dollars 50000 profit. And your company name is Sisters Who Buy Houses. So I assume there's someone else who you partner with? Yeah, there is a sister, Natasha, yes. Oh, your literal sister. My literal sister, yes, family. <laughs> All right, so it's a family wholesaling business. How do you and Natasha divvy up responsibility? I'm more somebody that meets with sellers, speaks with sellers. She's more behind the scenes. Okay. Let's talk about the last deal that you wholesaled and you got a wholesale fee for. Can you tell us about it just how you found it, the numbers, how'd you get your buyer, that sort of thing? The last deal that I wholesaled was land. It was vacant land. I got it from a list. It's in a really great area here. Mailed the guy more than once, probably about three times. And about four or five months later, he called, said he wanted a solid, talked him down pretty low. He owed a lot of money on the deal, had a lot of liens. My very smart attorney figured out that the liens were more than 10 years old, so they had to be dismissed by the city, ended up making 25000 on that particular one. That is beautiful. All right, let's dig into this one. There's all sorts of subplots within the story. First, you got his information from a list and you mailed him three times. Where do you buy your lists or how do you compile your lists? This was more of a list we put together here locally. We have in the city list houses or land that's vacant. About 50% of the time is correct, 50% not. So that's where this particular lead came from. Okay. You said the city provides a list of vacant property, whether it is or isn't, but they do provide a list? Yeah, like code violations, vacant properties, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's like that for every city, but we do have that here. Okay. And where do you go to get a list like that for someone in another city who's looking to acquire that in their city? 
this is really how I started wholesaling other than driving is I just was doing research online one day and just put in keywords, vacant houses, and found this database that resulted in quite a few deals. Huh. All right. Well, as simple as that. Google it. You should say, use Google. (laughs) All right. You got a list. You compiled the list locally, and then you mailed him, this person, three to four times. If you remember, how many mailers did you send out to the entire group that this guy's property was a part of? I think because it was land, not as many as I would have with houses. I just wasn't like a real believer of land. Like it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Of course, I changed my mind after this deal. We mail every other month, but with this particular, probably about four months of mailing. Okay, four months of mailing. And how many other people were you mailing letters to at the time? Well, we have different kinds of lists. So with land, there were probably not that many, maybe like 30, 40. Any of those other direct mail pieces result in a deal? No, not land, no. You mailed him three or four times. Does the message change month to month? And I'm just assuming it is every month, but what's the frequency there? It's every month. I try to have it monthly. Does the message change? Slightly. It depends. Like with him, you change it from house to land. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So not too much, but slightly. As far as the mailers that he receives every month, is it the same mailer or is his message different every month? I think that he received the same mailer. Wow. Cool. He just kept receiving the same thing. And what about your mailer do you think stood out to him? I don't know that it's my mailer. I think it's more... You mail people, you do it regularly, consistently. And I think people kind of don't get that with direct mail. It's more about you happen to catch the person. The opportunity is there and they're going through something. And if you mail them regularly, they remember you. It may be laying on top of their table that particular month. So it's more about that. I don't know that it's the actual piece. It's more about timing and the opportunity that is arising based on their circumstance versus the actual messaging included. That being said, I also kind of design my own mailers, my own postcards, and now my own letters. So I don't know. Huh. Anything in particular that you like to do that you think stands out or gets more attention? I think being women helps. We kind of stand out in, in that way pictures, photos, just being a woman, you can do sweet little pink things like that (laughs) that kind of stuff. Happy Valentine's Day. Just really trying different things. As far as pictures, do you include pictures of you and Natasha just to let them know who they'll be dealing with? On the postcards, yeah, there's always a photo. With letters, sometimes we'll include a card with our photo or stickers. We'll Mm -hmm. put a sticker on the letter. That way, when you call them, they can put a face to a voice, and then they know who they're talking to. Okay. Ask us out for days, which is... Uh, (laughs) Has that happened? (laughs) What's that? Has that happened? Oh, yeah. I had some older gentleman ask who the blonde was, and he said, (laughs) I want that one. I heard him call me. I want that one. (laughs) Did he end up doing a deal with you all, real (laughs) estate-wise? There's no deal. There's no house. He wanted a date. Okay, got it. All right. So you sent him the postcards three to four times. He responded later, and then he owed a lot of money 
because there were liens on this vacant land, mm-hmm. about how much did he owe? He owed like $15,000, I think. Mm-hmm. It was too much. Nothing was going to happen there. It's only because the amount of time and my attorney knew about it, the city had to release legally the lien. He owed about 15000 What did you get it for under contract? To- well, I wanted to give him something, so he walked away with something. I think it was like fifteen or seventeen hundred. I had it under contract for like seventeen hundred. Wow. Okay, you got it under contract for seventeen hundred bucks plus in his mind he's got fifteen thousand dollars worth of liens that you're gonna have to pay off. But in reality you're paying for an attorney who addresses it. How much attorney cost did that end yeah, up being? That was part of the closing fee. That was about probably eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred bucks, okay. So really, you're all in. Well, did you buy it from him or did you wholesale it? We wholesaled. That's all we do is wholesale. Typically, I sign, but in this case, because of the fee, I had an actual closing. I had two closings. You did double close? Okay. So you're all in $2,500 plus some maybe miscellaneous costs, but about $25,000, $3,000. And you identified a buyer. How? I knew this one particular guy built. He was a builder and a flipper. I know him locally, and the area was good, and it was one of just a few lots left in the area here, really hot area. Contacted him, and he wanted it. And how did you put a price on the vacant land for him to purchase? I looked at our county assessor's site just to see what things were selling for and just kind of came up with a number. When you look at the county assessor site, what are you looking for exactly? I'm looking to see what is assessed at, which doesn't necessarily mean that's the correct number, but also like what has sold in the area. You can get that through the county assessors. What is sold for how much? With this being land, it was kind of new to me. With houses, I would know better, but with land, not as much, not as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit hit and miss. <laughs> yeah. You ended up selling it to him for how much? And what's he going to do with it? He's going to build? He is going to build, yeah. He and a partner are going to build a house on it, yeah. Roughly how much are those new homes going for? I would say anywhere from 160 to 180. All right. Well, that is the anatomy of a wholesale deal right there. I'm grateful that we walked through that. That was the last deal. You've been doing this for about three years. What's something that you've learned along the way to help improve your business so that you're optimizing it as you go? I think at some point early on is best. You have to decide if you're going to do this solo or if you're actually going to have a business. And for me, it was, I think that that's the only way to make your business grow is to have a team. That was the approach that I decided I was going to take, and hiring people has been challenging but extremely important. (laughs) You have your sister, Natasha, as a business partner. Do you have other business partners in the business? Not partners. I guess employees would be a better description. What are their roles? I have one man in India. He's a virtual assistant. He is strictly has to do with Craigslist and Excel, scrubbing lists for me. Another VA in Pakistan 
has to do with Podio and anything online. And then I have a woman that answers the phone and calls people back. Those are the three people I have. Where's the woman based? She's local. How'd you get in touch with her? She's the only normal person I met on Craigslist. I had bad experience with Craigslist, and that's how I found her. Okay. And as far as the man in India in the VA, is it a male or female in Pakistan? It's a male. Okay. How'd you find them? I found him on Fiverr, and I found the one in India on, I think, Elance is what it was back then. And after working with them a little bit, I asked them if they wanted to work with me directly, which is kind of... Of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I could pay them more directly for them, and it would be cheaper for me anyway. So Mm -hmm. they were good with it. I mean, I've gone through many. It's not like I just found these two and it worked out. There's been quite a few that did not work out. Mm-hmm. What have you learned from the crash and burns with virtual assistants that you know a little bit more on how to screen them? I think it's important on your end how you train them. That's something to keep in mind, too. You have to train people. I've been using videos, which has worked better. Maybe if I used videos with the other ones, it would have worked out better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think English can be an issue, what they understand, what they don't. Both these men speak and understand English pretty well. How do you set up your calls with them, and how frequently do you talk to them? The one in Pakistan is through Skype. I don't know. He's on Skype. I'm on Skype. We just chat, or we have actual video talks. It depends on what's going on with Podio. There's crashing, or I don't understand something. And the one in India is all email. I don't have any really conversations with him. What's the rate that you pay your virtual assistants? The one in India, I pay $5 an hour. The one in Pakistan, he has different packages, which are way much cheaper than local as far mm-hmm. as getting Podio together. It just depends on the package. Well, Marina, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? My best real estate investing advice ever is that it's important to have a good team of people to work with if you want to take your business to the next level. Well, that is perfect because we just talked about that. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I think so. All right. Well, I think we're going to do it then. First, though, a quick word from our best ever partners. Got your free strategy session to generate online leads yet? Well, if not, go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Dan Barrett's going to give you a concrete online advertising strategy by the end of the conversation. You can choose to implement it yourself or you can work with this team and they'll implement it for you. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Finally, your funding problem is 100% solved at CIX.com. At CIX.com, private lenders compete to fund deals. CIX facilitates over half a billion in loans for real estate investors weekly. Get funded and download your free funding kit at CIX.com. Best ever book you've read? Best ever book I've read, Think and Grow Rich and Harry Potter. Okay. (laughs) What's the best ever deal you've done? The best ever deal I've done was helping two elderly people who were hoarders with a house that was sitting in just an awesome area, but has been sitting not vacant, filled with stuff for about 10 years, helped them move everything out, get storage for them, and made like 60 grand in that process. So that was the best deal. Best ever way you like to give back? 
donate with every closing to animal shelter and breast cancer research. What is the biggest mistake or just any mistake that you've made on a deal that comes to mind? Just thinking that it's all done before you're closed. Mm, yes. <laughs> Counting the money in your pocket when there's no money. Been there, done that multiple times, got burned. Do you do anything in particular now to condition your mind not to think that way? Yeah, I mean, after it doesn't happen quite a few times, <laughs> just kind of relax and breathe and just let it go. It happens when it happens. Yep. Well, what's the best place Best Ever listeners can get in touch with you? They can find me via our website, sisterswhobuyhouses.com, or email sisterswhobuyhouses at gmail.com. Sisterswhobuyhouses.com. Marina, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for walking through the last wholesale deal that you did where you all made $15,000 and how you got right out of the gate quickly with a $50,000 wholesale deal, about four deals in. And then talking through lessons learned on even this last deal. I mean, one of them, perhaps you didn't learn this lesson, but I sure just did. And that is talk to an attorney if there are liens on a property that you're looking to buy, because maybe you can get those removed based on them expiring or for any other reason. I don't know. Attorneys are usually pretty smart about that stuff. So talk to an attorney about that if there are liens on a property you're looking to purchase. And then how you structure your team and what they're responsible for, how you met them, what you pay them. And then lastly, don't count your chickens before they hatch. That's for sure. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me as a guest, Jeff. Finally, your funding problem is 100% solved at CIX.com. At CIX.com, private lenders compete to fund deals. CIX facilitates over half a billion in loans for real estate investors weekly. Get funded and download your free funding kit at CIX.com.